Hello and welcome to number two in the podcast series of The Midlife Kitchen. I am Sam Rice. And I'm Mimi Spencer. And today um, we are going to be talking about our top midlife ingredients. So these are the ingredients that are particularly good for your health in midlife. We like to call it the midlife larder. Um, And this all comes from our book, The Midlife Kitchen, uh, health boosting recipes for midlife and beyond. Um, So right, let's crack on and talk about our fave ingredients then, Mimi. Well, all of the ingredients in the book, every single one of them has been handpicked for its nutritional benefit, particularly for people in midlife and older, um, because they have clear uh, compounds in them or phytonutrients in them, which are going to up the ante on your health as you grow older. And that was really kind of the basis, and I suppose the inspiration really for writing this book, wasn't it, Mimi? Because you came out to where I live in Bali in Indonesia, and we were just thinking, wow, all these amazing fresh ingredients put together in these amazing creative ways. Why aren't we kind of eating more? And it wasn't like we were eating crazy, unfamiliar things. It was all things that we know and love, but just put together so well. I found when I travelled out to Bali that there was a real sparkiness to the way people Mm. cook there. And obviously there is an indigenous native culinary history there but also it's very cosmopolitan mm. in Bali and you've got a lot of Australian influence yes you do you've got a lot of it's it's really a bit of a magnet now for foodies particularly you know the health food scene um so there's a lot of raw vegan restaurants and you know quite extreme things actually but interesting mm. you know we're not saying be a raw vegan absolutely far from it in the sense that we like to embrace sort of inclusivity in in our diets and it's particularly important as you get old but you know just in terms of inspiring ways of putting plants together you can really notice it on the plate yes the color you get from the sort of food you eat in Bali is extraordinary it's really uplifting it puts a smile on your face you also get texture through color and Um, now we we know you know I'm lucky enough to live in Bali most people do not but what we've tried to do is take that inspiration and put it into recipes that you can actually do and so when we're talking about our um, midlife ingredients you know they're things like avocados and they're things like dates you know there's nothing that's particularly unusual there are ingredients that are very close to our hearts Mm. almonds ginger garlic we should probably talk a bit about why these are so good but you know what what we did I suppose we should quickly say that this is all part of our research for the book so um everything that we're saying has been checked by a dietitian as well so we just want to assure anybody out there who's listening um that midlife kitchen has been checked by Dr Sarah Schenker and the other thing about it is all of these ingredients are really quite straightforward they're quite familiar mm. they're quite obvious you will find them in your we, we put the supermarket test didn't we yeah at the top of our agenda if you yeah. couldn't get it in your local supermarket we decided you know not everybody can get hold of maca and moringa powder yes um, and actually even if you've got hold of it a do you know what to do with it and, and b do you want, do you want to, eat to eat it well this is Lots it of people do but this yeah. is much more familiar much more easy access um speedy tasty recipes that you can um Get, get onto the plate quickly. Mm. That, that was the point, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, I suppose things like... Um, one of my favourites is dates because I love the fact that, you know, you can still have sweet treats in your diet, but they're not 
guilt ridden you know you can use things like dates to sweeten your bakes and to sweeten your desserts and to you know we we have a thing in the book called midlife sweetener which is a raw date syrup and you just blend up some dates with some lemon juice and some water and it makes this gorgeous sort of puree really yeah. and fabulous s- on porridge it's great yogurt. it's great and then why are dates better for us say than yes because i mean it is sugar everyone you know people say well it's still sugar yes it is still sugar in a molecular sense but what happens when you eat say a date is that it's a whole food so it comes as a nutritional package along with fiber along with other phytonutrients so the way you digest it is different from sugar that's refined that's it it. so it's really upgrading the food that you're eating in this midlife way Um, and so the kind of ingredients we use are simple yogurt is one of my absolute favorite ingredients well you make your own yogurt i make my own yogurt my little (laughs) yogurt maker um and it's very pleasing actually Mm. producing food from nothing or or from the barest of ingredients you get more than you sort of bargain for and brilliant it's a bit good life it is very it's very barbara (laughs) um and the brilliant thing about yogurt is that you're getting a protein boost you're getting dairy so that's calcium Mm. uh you're getting something that is satiating Mm. but you're also getting the probiotics and in live yogurt you've got these wonderful little things that are really good for your gut and we talk about the gut a lot don't we at the moment we do i mean i know it's a bit of a trendy topic and we don't go too far down that that line of uh, thinking but the gut is kind of the gatekeeper of Mm. your health and what happens as you get older is your gut actually becomes less efficient so you do need to give it as much of a boost as you can in terms of things you're eating so probiotics and prebiotics which is a kind of fiber um, that the good bacteria in your gut actually feed on Um, and you you can find prebiotics in legumes and things like that so all this research we've done and we've basically come up with 40 in the book uh, 40 of our top midlife ingredients that have really been shown to have specific benefits for midlifers one of our curious favorites is apple cider vinegar Mm. which has got fantastic um, benefits for the gut Um, and as you said the gut is the seat of your immunity so it really pays to pay a little bit of attention to it specifically in these midlife years when your digestion is slowing down a little bit. So ACV is uh, an amazing thing. We have a super drink in the book called uh, Switchel, which actually is a 19th century drink that used to be had in the uh, in the fields. The harvesters would take Little it did out. They, knew. Well, little, did they, know they didn't know they were being so midlife. And, you know, who would have thought that a vinegar drink would be as delicious? So it's a mixture of apple juice, mm. ginger, another one of our key midlife ingredients, lemon. Um, and it just has this wonderful um, effect on blood sugars. So it, it calms down your blood sugars and it mm. allows you to absorb better, more nutrients from your yeah it's a brilliant one so you know apple cider vinegar it's easy you can get it in the shops you know use that as your vinegar of choice in your salad dressings and you know wherever you would normally have say balsamic vinegar you can put it in you do need to buy um there's one that has a a thing in it it sounds quite weird when you say it the mother what it is is it's a ball of a ball of living enzymes it is a ball <laughs> of living enzymes exactly it looks cloudy to the to yes. sight so look out for that one because that's where you're getting all the benefits but it's good that you mentioned actually there Mimi you also mentioned um, lemon um, you know it's such a simple everyday ingredient and you know we all use lemons but if you have them 
readily available on your countertop and think of it as the third seasoning. There is not much that does not benefit mm. from a squeeze of lemon. You get this fantastic layering of flavour with lemons. So I put a squeeze of lemon into my tomato sauces. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on everything. And actually using the zest is quite important as well because that actually is where lots of the, um, the benefits lie. It's true, yes. I mean, most of the vitamin C is in the zest, far more so than in the juice. So don't throw away those lemon husks. You know, grate it finely and sprinkle it on anything. I mean, you can sprinkle it on the salad. You could sprinkle it on your porridge in the morning. Um, you know, use the zest. We're quite into a sprinkle tip. at the Midlife Kitchen, we aren't we? We a lot. The thing we mostly sprinkle, apart from nuts, which we'll come back to in a minute, is seeds. Yes. We love seeds, so sesame, um, sunflower, pumpkin. Um, and these, of course, are the, the the starter point for a plant. Mm-hmm. So there are nutrients in a seed that you're not necessarily going to get yes. anywhere else. So that that's a really lovely, high-nutrition high package to and add to almost easy, easy. I mean, I would say probably seeds is the thing that I use now that I didn't used to use. That's probably the one thing that springs to mind. Well, we have a raw seed mix. Again, keep yes. it on the countertop. Exactly. It's something that you can nibble on. It's a yeah. snack. Yeah. Uh, but also, I add it to um, a lunchtime wrap. Mm-hmm. I add it to porridge. I add it to yoghurt. I add it to my bakes. I add it to my cakes. And particularly, you can um, you know just toast them. I like to just toast them lightly, and then you get extra crunch. And if you sprinkle that on your scrambled eggs or you know your avocado toast or whatever. Um, so I am an absolute seed fanatic and you're getting omega-3 benefits you're getting fiber benefits one of the things i love in the book is a product or or something we make called lsa which is a mixture of linseeds which is another name for flax seeds sunflower seeds and almonds and it's a a ground powder that goes beautifully into a smoothie Mm. you know and you can stick it in your kids smoothies and they don't even know it's there yeah but you're getting amazing benefits you're getting vitamin e you're getting omega-3s and again you're getting that fiber it's all these midlife tweaks isn't it i love that sort of idea of taking something and just you know punching up the nutrition value um and it's so easy to do you know you don't have to overthink it at all i mean things like one of my favorite midlife ingredients actually is ginger you know it's obviously got amazing flavor but now i can use it in so many more ways now that i've sort of thought about its properties and what it brings i you know you can grate it and you can add it onto well, we've got your a brilliant morning. recipe yes, the three ginger fire cake which has got three different sorts of ginger raw one. ginger stem ginger and ground yes. ginger and a bit of chili as well mm. and you're getting a big old bolt of ginger roll which is the anti-inflammatory that you'll find within ginger and ginger rolls are an amazing thing really there was one study that actually showed specifically in midlife women that it improves cognitive function you know just ginger isn't that amazing but the uh, the other recipe i would really like to talk about is our morning fruit salad Mm. um this is just a sort of basically a tropical fruit salad but we make a sort of a, a sweet salad dressing i suppose of orange juice and ginger and you pour that over you drench it the is salad transformational Gosh, isn't it it's amazing <laughs> it's my favorite thing it in is. the world it's so lovely um and it's a really good one to make when people come over you know if you're doing a lunch or something like that and you want to do something sweet at the end of the lunch and everyone is always really amazed by yeah. it. And it's so simple, super, isn't it? Super, super simple. Absolutely. Now, the other key ingredient that we cannot get away without talking about is good old Evu, extra virgin olive oil, mm. or just olive oil, in fact, just <laughs> as good. We use it in so many of our recipes. It's it, the basis of the med diet. Mm-hmm. We know that's healthy. Um, it's a healthy fat. It's good for the heart. Uh, it tastes delicious. And, and really, it's our standby. It is. And I think, you know, if you think about all the health studies that come out and all the chat about what's good for you and what's not good for you, 
olive oil has stood the test of time. You know, other oils have come and gone, but <laughs> olive oil is still here because ultimately it is so good for you. You know, other oils, you know, there's a bit of controversy around seed oils and then coconut oil um, is it came and went a little bit. I mean, we do use coconut oil. We do but for, for high for, heat cooking. For very high heat cooking. Um, but, you know, all these other oils, they seem to have... Um, I attracted a bit of criticism, but olive oil, you know, it's still seen as the basis of any good diet, mm. I think. Another basic in a good diet is plenty of nuts. Nuts are satiating, they've got protein in them, they keep you feeling fuller longer, mm. uh, which sounds a little bit like a fridge magnet. Um, but, you <laughs> know, does. really, they, they really do. And if you can introduce... Um, for example, almonds to your diet. Yeah. Um, particularly unblanched yeah. ones. So nuts they've got the jackets on. Do you know what I always think about nuts is that um, a lot of people are put off nuts because they're calorific. And, you know, we our generation of midlifers, we were the kind of the low-fat generation, weren't we? If you think about in our 20s and 30s, it's always about low-cal, low-fat, which was wrong. We know that was wrong. But somehow we've been programmed to be scared mm. of calories. Um, but what we would say is nuts have so many nutritional benefits and they're so good for you that they're not calories you need to worry about. I mean, almonds, is they are my favourite nut. Um, not just, just you get, not only do you get the protein from them, but you're also getting vitamin E, which is really good for your skin as you age mm. and they're also a very good non-dairy source of calcium mm. so if you're um, a vegan uh, have your almonds and if you're going to have almond milk I would suggest you make it at home rather than buying a commercially produced yeah. product because you're going to get so much more bang for your buck so those are kind of our favorite ingredients I mean there are lots more but there's probably enough for now but the other thing I just wanted to quickly uh, mention was our um, star anise rating system because um, it's another kind of USP of the midlife kitchen that every single recipe in the book is is sort of a, how, how would you explain it? I mean it's rated by its health benefits that's right um, so we have eight health uh, categories if you like and we have a little star anise emblem that has eight seeds and if the recipe is good in that health category it'll be awarded that seed um, so you can see at a glance uh, exactly people the love of that the don't they yeah, they've they said do. to us a lot that you know you look at a recipe you think that looks delicious shall I have that for my tea and then you look at the star anise and you say actually I am a bit worried about my hormones or my energy so the the um, eight categories are digestive health looking after your gut um, then we've got blood sugar balance. We all know that diabetes has become a major health concern of our age. Yeah. We all want to eat foods which which predispose us mm. to good health. And it's a you know it's a particularly concerning one for midlifers, blood sugar. And then obviously hormones is the other biggie as as we're coming up to menopause or maybe you're already through that. But certainly we need to look after our hormones. Uh, so we look specifically at ingredients that are good for that. And of course, as you enter midlife. Lots of people complain about being tired all the time, T-A-T-T. So you're looking for energy-boosting food, which means slow-burn carbohydrates, and some protein is really important here. Absolutely. And then sort of more on a vanity tip, I suppose, <laughs> skin and senses. And also immunity comes into that because a lot of it comes down to sort of vitamin C and yeah. those kind of things. So we want our skin to look as good as it can. Then bone and joint health, really important as you age in our middle years. You know, mm. with hormone changes, bone density really can diminish, so it makes sense to include foods that are going to boost your bones and joints yes um mainly anti-inflammatory foods there the big one heart health we don't need to say too much about this we all know how important that is and uh, there's 
lots in the book that is concerned with keeping your heart healthy. So avocados, oats, dark berries, all of that stuff's really good for the heart. And then finally, of course, before we forget, (laughs) mind, memory and mood, really important. It's the brain. You know, we all of us know that, you know, we we can't remember where we put our keys. Eating, you know, omega-3 fatty acids isn't necessarily going to make you remember where your keys are, but it all adds up. So we we like a lot of oats, don't we? The grain for the brain. Yeah, we do. Beetroot, very good for oxygenation to the brain so and that's so is dark chocolate one well, i don't know about oxygenation but it's, it's good for the brain so and it's just good generally yeah. so <laughs> let's have more of that anyway i think that's it i think we've covered everything that we wanted to say about the midlife larder so thank you for tuning in next time we are going to be talking about a few of our very favorite recipes from the book so we do hope that you will tune in again next time bye for now bye